The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nessa Mandela. Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on felicitous charges, but R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing, but what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimum? Are you a fan of R. Kelly? You wanna help R. Kelly? Get some counsel for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. Hide his camcorder, but don't pretend that the man is a hero. And stop the damn dancing. Act like you got some goddamn sense, people. Damn, <laughs> I'm through playing around here. Let's That's the people. boondocks right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Riley. Not Riley, Huey, my bad. Yeah. Huey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Riley so I, pissed on somebody's cat. I did not watch the interview, but I did see the clip of him being released from... Ah! From 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 his latest stint over child support, Mm -hmm. and all I can say is, on the one hand, it is a news story. On the other hand, I got real issues with the media who got you know what I'm saying a motherfucking mic stand with all the little mics set up from all the different networks. You know what I'm saying to get this nigga's comment. You know what I'm saying because I feel like that's feeding into it, especially when he get in front of them cameras and play victim, and you got crazy bitches. Yes, there were crazy bitches out there screaming for R. Kelly. Let me touch you, one of them said. <laughs> I, I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't see all that, but I mean, I, I think this is yet another example of how twenty-four access, twenty-four hour access to news or twenty-four hour news cycle, rather, kind of is not kind of is is hurtful. And, in a lot of ways, because we had the 24-hour news cycle where Trump, we just couldn't get enough of him. Not us particularly, but I'm just talking about we, the, the giant we mm-hmm. that is this country. We couldn't get enough of him. And by putting him on, it just it just enabled and fed that machine. And we now have this whole thing where like Trump is the norm. And like we don't want any of the shit that R. Kelly is doing to be the norm. But when we continually chase after it because it's entertaining... Uh, I don't know what they're expecting to get, but it seems like they're they're not learning their lesson. And like Trump is not even the last thing that we had. I mean, this this is constantly what what happens. If something is a dumpster fire, then we have to get more of it and continue to feed it and, and beat it until it's it's dead. And then you know, jump on to the next thing. Like nothing ever happened. So, so the. The R. Kelly interview <laughs> with Gail unmotherfucking bothered King. Robert. 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 <laughs> she was saying that like she was his mother. Robert. I was going to say, she has definitely used that tone before with some uh, wild banshee child that was just being <laughs> out of control. And she's just like, you know what? I'm not here for this fuckery that you're doing right now. I need you to calm all the way down. I'm not feeding it. So, 
Young Robert <laughs> took himself voluntarily onto the CBS morning show to discuss with Gail King all the lies that have been levied against him by people that want all the money that he has that he also does not have. So he... Um, There's so many things in that interview. So many. He's like, uh, she's like, so everybody's lying. They're all lying on you. He's like, yes, all of them. They're all lying. Blamed on it. I'm Internet. fighting for my motherfucking life. Yeah, yeah. I Where's mean, the camera? J- Jamie Foxx said blame it on the throne, but he was apparently going to blame it on social media. Uh, it's, it was all you got to do is push a button. And like not, not on your phone, was, yeah. And you could bring down somebody like R. Kelly. I, I just want to point out that there are a couple egregious things that I just can't look past. I, I still want you to do your, your breakdown. I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw my shit out there early. Um, one, this man said at 52 years old, he ain't never been to a bank before. Lies. I'm sorry. Excuse me? He said, he he said, said he'd never been. For the been. first time at 50, I took myself into the Bank of America. I, I want, I've I, never been in there on my own. I've never Talk been to, to the bank. Talk to the teller. Yeah, because I need to find wait, out where all my money wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. He said the most telling thing. Not he never been there. He ain't never been there alone before. Did the teller read him the form so he could fill it out? Mm. <laughs> uh, also, I'm not being funny. That's part of the reason why he has people everywhere with him because he's functionally illiterate. illiterate. Yeah, I get it. And he, I get he, it. he can't. You, you can't move in the world if you're functionally illiterate. In most cases, I would be sympathetic, but it's R. Kelly, and I'm not. Nope. Um, just not. Um. I Another thing for anybody super rich who ain't been to the bank by themselves at fifty. Well, to him, <laughs> well, he, he, he was claiming you know, he was claiming he didn't know where his publishing and his royalties were. Like, like, really, this is the situation now. You've been in thirty no. years. You don't gave your career. Now you just wonder where your publishing is. Come on, son. I gave y'all thirty years. Thirty years. Thirty years. Of my career. I done gave y'all. Try to kill me, man. All right. So, all right. So, uh, another thing. Uh, Gail Gail King asked very pointed and simple, like you know monosyllabic sometimes questions uh, uh she said have you ever been with somebody no she didn't even finish the question have you ever been with somebody underage no never never like um we all remember Aaliyah, dude we all and, remember Aaliyah. and like, for i you am just... older man who enjoys younger women all i look at is legal so you are almost pedophile because I feel like we need to have a conversation about almost pedophiles. Because dudes who are constantly asking if somebody's legal, you know what I'm saying, means that they actually like them younger. They just don't want to go to jail. And I, and I feel like that in and of itself is a problem. It is a problem to be stalking, especially you see it happen with like famous, you know, celebrities, uh, especially like child actors or pop stars, Britney Spears, you know what I'm saying? Like grown ass, totally age inappropriate men are waiting for them to age into legality because the reality is you would fuck her 16 year old ass if you weren't going to go to jail for it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is just as problematic as actual pedophilia because see that's the sliding scale that's how we 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 fall into what is acceptable and what is not we need to talk about power dynamics we need to talk about what, what is age appropriate in a, in in a, in a in an age difference you know what i'm saying cuz there 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 that is all the stuff 
that, you know what I'm saying, comes out and muddies this R. Kelly water. Because when he starts talking about legal, dude, you're 50. It's still gross if you're fucking 18-year-olds. It's gross. And it's even grosser because you're famous and there's a whole bunch of skilled pussy, you know what I'm saying, who would charge other motherfuckers and gladly fuck you for free. And so that's indicative of the fact that it's not about the sex. It's about the power, the control, and the ability to abuse. Mm. Oh, there's a microphone. I would tell you you could drop it, but. I was going to say she's going to. So on the the second part, there's so I think much. Was, there's so much. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I think much. there were two parts to his interview, and one part with the um, quote unquote women he's in a relationship. He's in relationships. Why with, are we interviewing hostages as if they're not hostages? A cult. Well, I don't he even know what a cult is. Yeah, he, yeah. And then he said it later in the interview. So you you first of all you've never heard of like a cult, and then you add it to your lexicon perfectly. Like less than five minutes later. I'm just So that <laughs> that one young lady, Azriel, she's very angry. Mm. I yeah, I I saw like a very small clip. I didn't watch it just because again, like I think Christy asked the question that needed to be asked. Why are you bring in like in your your Stockholm syndrome patients or, or, or victims to, to vouch for you that don't really like move the needle for me? Um I <laughs> Yeah, it did not. It did not. It did not. Uh, Where is course. the domestic abuse counselor advising them not to put these women in positions that, you know what I'm saying, will subject them to more abuse? No matter how they respond, he's so agitated when he left. He's going to take it out on them. But now he's actually going to try and pick at shit that they did or didn't do, things that they did or didn't say to try and make it seem like all of this is their fault. And I just feel like bringing them on as part of his performance just enables him more and victimizes them more. I think. Well, Gail King was saying that initially she asked him to leave the room when she was doing the interview with the young ladies. And he left, but was like right around the corner and he kept talking and making comments so that they would know that he's like right around the corner. Oh, wow. Right. Um, and was saying, you know, making little comments and saying like, oh, should we stop this? You know, should I go in there? Um, hmm. Complete. I mean, there was absolutely nothing about any of this that made any kind of sense. It didn't help you um, from a legal perspective. It didn't. Can I ask you a question? Because you, you, you did watch it. And I, I, Okay, so I, you know I watched it, but I watched it strictly for comedic sense. Like I, I watched the Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> summations or whatever, and uh, then that that prompted me to kind of watch uh, the the interview. But I mean, I was listening more than anything because I, you know, I got stuff to do. Um, but in listening to him, do you get like the 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 the, the odd sense that in, on some level he actually believes this his own lies that he's telling other people? Oh yeah. He's a malignant narcissist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like him and Donald Trump are textbook examples of we don't need to meet you. You have enough behavior that is erratic and textbook in the public sphere for us to say you are a malignant narcissist. And you know what I'm saying? We could just go down, you know what I'm saying? The things that they do, the ways that he performed both of these men. And you know what I'm saying? They fill out a list. You know what I'm saying? I don't think... 
I don't think he believes the lies he's telling. I think he thinks he can convince us to believe the lies that he's telling. It's just like, and I think he almost kind of wants to go off this like familiarity of like, you know, hey, I've been here for 30 years singing and dancing and shucking and jiving. And then he said some dumb shit about like, you know, they tried me before and I got off and Gail was like, you were acquitted. He's like, I got off. I was innocent. She said, you were acquitted. He said, I was innocent. She said, you were acquitted. Um, and he's like, well, they can't double jeopardy f- me for this. Like, yeah. And it's not okay. the same crime. Not the same but, but, but see that thing. right there? <laughs> if you murder one court, person and get off for like, or you're acquitted for murdering one person. If you murder somebody else, you be tried for murdering that other person. That's how but that works. But I feel works. like that's the they same really kind of behavior that we see in Donald Trump where, you know, he is admitted, you know what I'm saying, to an actual news outlet that fake news doesn't mean it's a lie. It just means that it's not news that I think, you know what I'm saying, that I want to hear because it's not good news about me. And I think that R. Kelly is the same way. Like, yeah, he don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's saying you can't double jeopardy me. That, that right there is, you know what I'm saying, like a subconscious admission of guilt. But it's also his right? way of saying, you know what I'm saying, you can't actually. And, and it's not even so subconscious. It's more like him trying to be sly, trying to, you know, like poking fun at everyone who's watching by saying, ha ha, I got away with it before. Of course, I'll get away with it again. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like AJ, o- OJ writing a book talking about some, you know what I'm if saying? What it. if I did it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it. nigga, yeah, you just said have. that you guilty. You know what I'm saying? You just said that you guilty and you just can't help yourself. And I think that to me, it just kind of highlights the narcissism. The fact that, you know what I'm saying, they want to remind you that they have already gotten away with these levels of abuse. And in, in their minds, they're going to continue to because we bought the script once, so why aren't we continuing to buy it? Um, SNL. Oh, man. That cold Did open was like that. An amazing job. That was That was good. I did not see that. Starts with a Q. Accountability. That's it. <laughs> Q, my cousin. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the part when he was like, where's the camera? They were like, right here. He's like, y'all just keep your cameras out in the open like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all some freaks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a camera? No, that's a plant. <laughs> Yeah. talking to a plant yeah. I mean you know it was obviously making light which they do of something that was like heavy but it also just highlighted the foolishness of the whole thing and like how fucking idiotic he looked because nobody looked I mean he had his King Kong ain't got nothing on me moment where he's like standing up yelling and there was nothing that I took out of that interview and of the things that I've read about it or just the social media reactions to it that people were like, oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? Y'all y'all doing R. Kelly wrong. So I've seen the still of him standing over Gail. I would just like to say men and women, people, pe- people don't stand over other people like that who aren't abusers. What? I hear what you're y'all saying. said he hogtied his wife. He doesn't even know how to hogtie anybody. He was standing I, over Gail King like he was about to slap the shit out of her. And she was like, I was never worried. I, I she, in her mind, out, she was thinking, I wish a nigga would. He'd go to jail right here, right now. I, I, I want to point out, if you go back and watch, for those who have not seen it or if you maybe missed it, 
there's a point where they show Gail when she's she's saying Robert and he's standing up, Robert and trying to get him to calm down, Robert, and they they start shooting over her right shoulder. If you pay attention, you can literally see her smiling like this motherfucker done lost his shit. <laughs> you can see her legitimately like cracking up, like yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the benefit of having multiple cameras, so you don't have to like cut anything. We'll just go to a different angle, but you can legitimately see her But that's also the laughing. smile of people who are in some shit that are like, you could not write this shit. Like this is yeah, that's exactly insane. what her smile was. And like all you can do is, you know what I'm saying, like smile and hope to not giggle because that is the kind of situation where if you are like watching but out of harm's way you might actually just start to laugh because it is so insane you almost don't even know what else to do with yourself because it's like is are you fucking kidding me is is this really happening yeah. I just I can't. And, and then I will also like to add, you do not have to be some nationally recognized international religion or even have anything to do with religion to be in a group that is a cult. Your roller derby team could be a cult. The KKK can be a cult. The beehive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Any any group that (laughs) does not allow you to grow and evolve and demands that you remain the same and subservient is considered a cult. A cult could be two people. Marriages are cults. Believe that shit. And then they just have children and bring the followers in. I just want to say that Robert (laughs) I I just I just want to say that Robin Roberts did an excellent job uh, you know, restoring her credit credibility after the whole Jesse Smollett fiasco. I just wanna point that out. Oh, was that? What, you- what was that, Gail King? I knew that. Are you being a white person right now? <laughs> you didn't hear about that? The dude? I did. Yeah, there's a dude on Fox who basically, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I just want to commend Robin Roberts uh, for how she handled herself. She did an excellent job, which is a way to go after that whole Justice Smollett uh, fiasco. And somebody said, uh, his co anchor said that, that that was that was Gail King, not Robin Roberts. He said, like, oh, was it? I knew that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We all look like. He's a, he's a, my apologies to the Robin Roberts out there, and Juan Juan uh, Lo, Juan um, what's it day? Juan Williams is like it's it's okay, man. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't make this up. You, you 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 could, but it wouldn't be as good. That's the That's bad the part problem. about it. That's the really sad part about yeah, it. Yeah, like like you know a while ago, you knew we jumped the shark in reality when the onion started actually giving us real news. Because the real news it was, was so actually wilder absurd. than the actual fake shit. Yeah, there's a wow. People usually like send you onion articles like, "Yo, that's the onion, son. That's not real." And now it's, it's no point. There's <laughs> really no point to send an onion article. You can send a real news article now. And sometimes you got to look for a video clip because you like, even if you read it in the Washington Post, you like, I don't believe this is true. I have to see it with my own eyes. And then you do and you're like, oh, my God, that happened. The onion has become our reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on now, Christy. Philly. Well, I hear president referring to <laughs> Tim <laughs> Cook from Apple as Tim Apple. He called him Tim Apple. <laughs> Called him Tim I heard, Apple. And then I heard he was somebody like, say Tim Apple, but I didn't know what that was from. I didn't know. Oh wow, okay. I was like, wondering I when know, I saw it. I was I like, did they mean Tim, Tim Cook? Apple. I said Tim Cook of Apple. No, you didn't. Apparently, his advisors were like, uh, "They got you on recording, <laughs> clearly saying 
Tim Apple. So then he double double backed and was like, uh-uh. What I said was like Tim of Apple. Cause you know, that's where he works. So then they pulled up another clip of him calling somebody like Brenda Lockheed, because she worked at Lockheed Martin. So mm. I'm gonna just start calling you Christy Philly. Mm. Okay. Is that my porn name? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that is Hilarious. the name on my Cayman Islands bank account that we're gonna send <laughs> all this fraudulent money to. Okay, there you go. Christy from Philly. That's my criminal name. That's my criminal <sighs> bank account name. Mm, mm, mm. Speaking of criminals and rich people. I don't know if y'all saw this, oh, but Lori Lachlan. L- Lori Lachlan and um, Felicity well, Huffman? Yeah, she I might out of the country. <laughs> she out of the country, but she going to get arrested as yeah. soon as she come back. Felicity Huffman has already turned herself in. So these hoes have been arrested by the FBI. Indicted. Who has busted a $25 million, you know what I'm saying, bribery for test scores and fake athletic status and you know what I'm saying, just all around help getting you through this college that we fraudulently gotten you into. And right now, I think it was UCLA, uh, what was it? U- UCLA yeah, and Stanford. And, Stanford. and I just want to say, when we talk about UCLA and USC people, this is what happens when we don't have affirmative action. Rich white folks can't get into California state schools because the smart Asians with tutors, they don't took everybody's spot. <laughs> so get rid of affirmative action if you want. But then you guarantee that the country will be run by a bunch of brown people, most of which will be South Asian and some of whom will be Chinese. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Parents paid Rick William Rick Singer between 15000 and 75000 yeah. per test. Yeah. One parent paid a total of $6.5 million. If your kid is that dumb, just buy them a business, pay a business manager, and have that be their monthly income. Because clearly, you have you put just no effort that, yeah. or energy into this motherfucker becoming That's what I was thinking. an actual real adult. You could have just invested so that money in, in the child. Like, yeah, got, got it. you could have gotten them a a uh, an, an annuity that paid them a monthly income until they mm-hmm. died. For six point five million, and they would have been out of your hair and out of your life. Apparently, they can't even chew, chew gum and, and tie their shoelaces. Is like if you're paying six point five million just, to get them into not, a break. It's not even like it's not even like 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 come on, man. It's not even like brown or some shit. Like what the fuck are we talking about? But wait, not just famous people. A partner from a law firm, a partner from an international law firm is in there. My nigga, why haven't you done better educating your kids? You know what I'm saying? I bet you got a Harvard Law degree. Why do you have to buy your kids in anywhere? They should have been shipped off to a motherfucking European boarding school when you saw they weren't performing. Perhaps they... That's all I'm saying. Perhaps, I mean, perhaps. If we're going to be, be 1% about the situation, actually... 1% children, about the shit. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be actually 1% about the situation. Yeah, I can dig it. So Tyrell, you know what I'm saying? From some underachieving school with a less than 50% graduation rate should not actually be not just life smarter, but intellectually book smarter than your kid. Cause you in the 1%, what was you doing with all that money? How did your child grow up and get <laughs> to be that dumb without you realizing like my kid oh, is completely knew. stupid? 
They knew clearly. So, so, so you needed a middle class black woman in your household. So clearly. So here, here, just just for the the listeners who might not be up on this yet. So essentially, um, what my two lovely co-hosts were uh, discussing, um, that there's essentially a um, an indictment that's passed out for uh, I think 50 total individuals, including Felicity Huffman, Huffman and Lori Lachlan or Aunt Becky and old girl from from Desperate Housewives. I never watched the show. But um, essentially what was going on is there's a, uh, I'm not going to say a gentleman. There was a guy who set up a fraudulent nonprofit. Uh, individuals would pay into the nonprofit and he would use that money to one, pay himself. And then he would take the excess from that to pay off other individuals in, in various universities to essentially um, either take the test for the student or correct the grades, uh, 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 correct the scores of the test after the test was taken. So that means the proctors of the exam had to be in on it. Um, test takers had to be in on it. Coaches had to be in on it because they had to like basically say that they were like academic scholarships or something like that um, for which they did not. But, so like, like you know, if you weren't actually playing football and you got a football scholarship, like. Like the the balls of these, it's just it's just hilarious how like like. Lori Lachlan is recorded saying, "I'm gonna have my daughter pose for a picture on a rowing machine, so it looks like she's on the rowing team." Post it down. Yep. Why couldn't she have actually just gone out and rowed for a couple of days? I mean, like get a picture on the water, the rowing machine. Well, that's too much Bitch, work. If you gonna do it, do it. But that's too much work. Obviously, they into taking shortcuts. Oh, well, no, it was only too much work because her daughter is more interested in being a YouTuber than she is in college, as per her own words through her YouTube video. I, I mean, get YouTube it. will make you some honey. Right, because she said, you know, I'm hoping to sit down with the dean <clears> and <throat> talk to them and work something out because I have to go to Fiji after my first week and then I have to do something else. You know, but I really do want to have all the experience of like game days and partying and everything. <laughs> right. Your parents just paid 200 grand for your dumb ass to get into college and all you want to do is party, Go snip, party. Out, throw up, and wear, you know what I'm saying, face paint at a football game. I mean, but that's, that. but that's what a lot of people do, to be real. I'm not trying to be funny at this point. Like, a lot of them do do that. They just earn their way there to do it to some extent. They get, right, but I they mean, get the test scores to do it. They paid tuition. They didn't have to pay $200,000 and tuition. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that this is a real thing and it just is, it's very. Uh, but I also feel like the, the larger implication is if we put this in context of the Asian kids who are mad at Harvard because they couldn't get in, what if we peel back the layers of the Harvard onion and see how corrupt that bullshit is? How many of them lost spots to somebody who, you know what I'm saying, wasn't brown or underprivileged, but was just paying their way through yeah i mean i think i think that's um, um a valid question to ask but i mean i'm not i'm not particularly surprised by this i'm not mm -hmm. i wish i could say i was i mean you used to just it's have to give a library that's how jared kushner got into you know harvard i think his dad gave a library I mean, what happened to that but that's that what they actually said at the top of when the fbi was actually at the which this is not like their parents Giving money to like build a like for a building, um, which is like for you to even say that is still fucked up though. No, because Felicity Huffman is being recorded talking about whether or not she wants to have somebody stand in to take the motherfucking test for her daughter. Well, yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying the whole idea, but that 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 sh sh shone a light on the other issue 
which is people who have like that type of money will do something like we're going to donate a shit ton of money and they'll just like, you know, put a statue on there or whatever, or they'll we'll put a building there. They're named after me. And my child can just go there. You know what I'm saying and that that's that's come on, man. That's that's really not fair either. That's like- it's but, not, but they it's made it sound like it was okay to do it that, that way. That can be used. I mean, uh, right, because that's the kind of corruption that at least feeds into the common pot of the student body. We're talking about motherfuckers in this instance just not being qualified enough and trying to find motherfuckers who are corrupt enough to get them in by hook or by crook. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, both instances are wrong, but at least, you know what I'm saying, everybody gets to use the library. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my question at people, is, at least people benefit from it. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if it's the corruption of the common pot, as opposed to the corruption of the personal wallet, you know what I'm saying? Like, like even, I don't want to talk about it too much, but even with like, you know, Rod Blagojevich, you know what I'm saying? I was always a little mad that he went to jail. The nigga didn't actually take any money, you know what I'm saying? About. For itself. He was trying to leverage shit for his state. And while it's fucked up, you know what I'm saying, what he was doing, he was not trying to get rich. You know what I'm saying? Amass power, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But he was not trying to get rich. And I feel like that's the kind of the kind of corruption that he was engaged in. At least it benefited the common pot. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to take money for himself. He was trying to get Illinois, you know what I'm saying, better positioned for, you know, I think it was like business contracts or like, you know what I'm saying, like He's government trying to sell a you know, seat consideration for certain things. And so, I mean, at least he was trying to look out for his people. Who's trying to sell a senatorial seat though, right? Yeah, he was trying to sell Barack Obama's senate. How how you how how you do that? That's not how it works. It's an election, so like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, and, like, and like, like that was the question that, I always had. Like, like, how do you sell a senate? Like, motherfucking people vote unless you're gonna like just out now, just like rig the fuck out of it. But you know, who would do no, that? No, it, like, it was about an, it yeah. was, no, it wasn't even election. Hey, I love it you. Was, he you. had the power to appoint the replacement, and he was basically trying to negotiate mm, with okay. other people on who he was gonna appoint and who he was gonna be po- appoint was gonna be based on who had the most to offer. Basically, like when McCain Illinois. died, they had to appoint somebody for to fill McCain's position. Because because they needed to have somebody in that seat. Exactly, gotcha. exactly. And so gotcha. his thing was, what sense. do you have to bring to the stable that will benefit the people in the state of Illinois in order for me to consider your dude? Mm. That's fair. I mean, it's fucked up. I'm not saying it's right. It is corruption. But like, I just want to say how he went on The Apprentice. But, but corruption and tried to like, like plead his case on The Apprentice. Like, yeah, all I was really doing is this. But like, dude, you shouldn't be talking about this still. I mean, and I, well, they sent him to jail for a really long time, like way longer than they than the minimum. And I just felt like we well, y'all y'all just being petty. Well, I mean, they they like to do that to certain officials. I mean, like Kwame Kilpatrick in Detroit, and whatever. It's like, oh, we're gonna really get you. Um, he was all the way wrong. He is actually connected tangentially with the murder, and so he deserved all the time he got. The murder. Yeah. I don't know all the details. I'm just saying like, yeah, no, like his security guard of. and a witness against him. And mm-hmm. she ended up dead. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, mm-mm. I'm not, I wasn't justifying what he did. I'm just saying like sometimes. No, they I'm like saying to make he deserved people. all the time. Cause okay. it, it, it was way more in, in depth. And okay. not only that, but you know, I mean, his Blackberry messages, Jesus. But the, the, the question I want to ask is like, okay, so after you get these, less than stellar students who in some cases like uh Lori Lachlan's daughter who's clear that she didn't really have any interest in academic pursuits. They should be put out. No, 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 no. My question is like once they got there, they still as students have to perform. 
do, do they? they? Sir, sir. No, no. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm throwing it out there, but you guys are giving me the count. It's like a pain, y'all, to do this. <laughs> Who said I got to perform? It's like this was actually written off set and it wasn't. I like it. No, I mean, I mean but like that, that's the that's that that's kind of what kind of like you know I'm sorry. pisses if me off. If someone just paying pay to make and sure that I get financial through. aid, as long as your parents are willing to still keep paying that bill, they'll take you back. Yeah. And I think a lot of people misunderstand when people leave college because of grades, it's because there's no funding, and that funding is attached to a certain grade performance. But if you are rich. And you just consistently underperform, but you're paying that full ass tuition. I'm pretty sure that university will keep you around until you become an actual real behavior problem. And how much of a behavior problem are you really going to be? Yeah. I mean, and if push comes to shove, uh, can I just buy my degree? Because I'm sure that's a thing. I mean, I can just give you my parents can give you more money. I'm 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 pretty sure that that is probably a thing because if you can buy admissions, you can buy exit. And then I will get a job in somebody's company, and I'll run shit. And I'll join the rest of the less than mediocre, you know what I'm saying, who make up probably sixty to seventy percent of the one percent because it's all nepotism. And then so nobody them. has to do anything. And there's always somebody who is getting paid less than you, who has a title less than yours, who will take the blame and be fired for your fuck-ups. Then I may or may not become the 43rd or 45th president of the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. It's fine. No worries. You know who else had no worries? Who? The dumb lady that jumped the fence so that she could take a picture with a Jaguar. I feel like she should have had more worries because she jumped a fence to take a picture with a jaguar. But clearly she didn't. So she like a football fan? <laughs> that probably would have been safe. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't it was know. Like, like these football days. players yeah. have lots of CTE. violence and sexual assault. So. Hmm. People who die like taking dumb selfies, I just don't have any compassion for them. I, I've tried, but it's just like, so there was a fence and there's for a cat me. that has teeth and claws and you think that the selfie is so important that you're going to climb over this. Please don't get close to this, you know, man eating, attacking, mauling creature. And you just feel like, oh, no, not me. You know what I'm saying? Like I've this, got a camera. Good. Right. Right. The Jaguar right. will know that I am of right. I mean, him, no, him or her no harm. So I just I'm I'm not aware of the story. Did she die? No, mm. she's just mauled. But I think the more <laughs> <laughs> she just learned a very stern life lesson. But to me, the, the 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 more disturbing part of the story is not that she climbed the barricade. It's that we had to end the story with and the jaguar was not killed because you know a lot of times when animals attack humans, you know. I think I heard the tail end of that story. I think I heard that last part and the Jaguar right, was not right, killed. Right. Like and, that. and, that, okay. and that's the, mo the, the more disturbing thing is that she at that a white woman doing some dumb shit posed a real risk to somebody who was essentially her victim. Because ultimately 
had a different kind of management run that zoo, that jaguar would have been put down, despite the fact that she climbed over the barrier. There are some people who would have said, oh, no, we, we, we should. We're not we're not sure what if it'll provoke the trainers. And it's like, nah, they got training. You know what I'm saying? The reality is that's not a dangerous to human beings animal it is a dangerous animal because it's wild don't be fooled by the cage but i think to me that's the more disturbing thing you know what i'm saying because there have i can't think of any now but um there have been instances where people have disregarded the safety precautions in place been mauled by an animal you know what i'm saying and then the animal has to suffer the consequences and i feel like you know this is what happens with selfie culture because the animal is just doing what animals do I just want to point out. Right, defending its territory because bitch, you awful close. I just want to point <laughs> is out. Is that blood pumping through your veins? You're not a you're not a leaf. <laughs> as, or as, more importantly, you didn't wash the chicken fingers off your hands before you got in the cage. Bitch, you smell like food. I not see just you. because you could be food, but you actually you. smell like food. I'm gonna get you. I like you and I want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want to point out like uh the first time I actually saw something like that. You ever seen one of those videos on the internet that somebody sends you whatever and you, you, you're so stuck you can't look away? I actually saw something like that. This is like, this is years ago. So um, I, essentially there was a guy on safari with his family. I know he's on safari because there were no cages. It was just lines outside of their protected vehicle chilling in the shade. Two female lines chilling in the shade. Not paying attention to him. And he got out the car like, oh, now what would be good if I take this video camera and I get a close-up on him? Because I don't have a zoom on this camera. So I'm going to hop about this protected vehicle with my family watching. And know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this picture of them up and close because I got to get that, that, that real National Geographic. And these lines looked at him like, is this motherfucker walking towards us and putting himself on our plate? Is this delivery or is it DiGiorno? <laughs> and when I tell you, they tore that dude a new asshole and he did not survive. And his family had to sit there and watch him be eaten alive. And I didn't feel bad for him at all because why would you get out there? No, I, I want to have compassion for him. But the only people that I have compassion for in this instance are his family and I feel like that is the ultimate act of abuse to your children to do something so painfully obviously stupid that you've been warned not to do and then to make them as a result of your horrific actions be totally scarred for life and maybe never be right again because they literally watched a pride of lions tear your daddy limb from limb and what you gonna recover well they actually didn't they they, they more like disemboweled him and then like played with him while they while they It was like it was slow. It was like you, every time you thought he was dead, he like he was like, like ah, and they would smack him like shut up. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. They're not yeah. actually playing with him. They just eat live. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the thing that we don't, you know, we don't talk about that when we be watching these National Geographic. No, 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 no. So it's different because like when they run something down, normally they get it by the neck and they like make sure they either break the neck or they drain it out, they bleed it out. But because he walked up to them or whatever, like oh well, we got you. Like you know, we go okay. We're just gonna open this stomach of yours up here, whatever. Like, oh, this is this don't taste like this tastes like chicken. Like this don't taste like the normal uh, uh, caribou. We be. Yeah, it was it was it was not pretty. But I couldn't oh, so turn then away. They talk about him the way sharks do, because you know sharks usually only take one bite, and then they actually tend to leave. It's just that that bite be so catastrophic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but like, sharks they don't have appetites. So they just eat. Like, they don't eat. actually like the way people taste. Well, yeah, but they're, they're not gonna eat you. They're just gonna. 
kill you. Taste you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Your appetite, your moves boost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they, don't have, they, don't, they don't have appetites though, so they just eat just to eat. Now. <laughs> just like oh, they just see you like oh, I could eat and just bite you and like okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good about it. Yeah, I um, it's always confusing to me because I have seen also videos where like, was it lions or was it some other kind of big cat that like opened the door? Oh. Uh, they open the door, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't have the door locked. The food, yeah. Oh, okay, nope. And you know, they just kind of pawed. I was like, oh, this opened up. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. Mm. Oh, you know what? He not he's smart, and he was like, oh, this didn't click. Mm. It shut, mm. but it mm. didn't click. <laughs> and now you trapped in a fucking car, surrounded by. Big cats, because I don't want to say if it was lions if it wasn't, and it's just—I mean, whatever it is, it's gonna fuck you up. Oh Lord, horrible. Yeah. Well, you'll never catch my black ass on safari. No. Well, I've been on safari, but I ain't getting out the. Well, I did get out the vehicle. Not even before that. Why? Why did you get out the vehicle? Uh, Our our vehicle got like you know because you run we're on narrow roads, and like the vehicle's tire. Was kind of off, and we we were kind of like if we didn't like get out and like like let it so she can actually get to join out. So we were all just like this hyper, just looking around like the fuck, looking at the yeah, grass. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not for the day safari, and you damn sure not gonna catch me on no safari that's like got an overnight aspect to it because yeah. like oh sleep in the trees and just hope that the watch guards and the lions, you know what I'm saying, will work it out. Fuck that. Nah, nah. nah they've been asleep all day. Cause they're nah. ready to hunt at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Nah. Yeah, See, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. What well, a lot of people, like, a lot of people, also don't realize. Whatever, like you know, what I'm saying. And then there is an element. Obviously, if you're gonna go on safari, whatever it is, there is an element of danger. But when it comes to a lot of predators, if you ever know, for example, have you ever seen a squirrel like run across the street and just stop because like cars coming, or whatever? Just what the fuck? Why the fuck are you stopping on rabbit? Just let me run real fast and all of a sudden just stop because most of the you out. hmm. It thinks it's faking you out. No, 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 not not that. Most predators' um, line of sight works on movement. So if you stop moving, whatever, you, you can lose a predator because they, their eyes can't pick up the movement. So like, yeah, yeah. As long as you ain't like, you know, when when you're in a large vehicle, it doesn't see the individual people inside the vehicle. It just sees the large vehicle. Now, if your dumb ass hops out and walks away from the vehicle because you think you good, oh, now you like now you just separated yourself from the proverbial pack. It's like zebra. Like zebra, like sit together. They look like one large organism. They know that okay, they're these are zebra, but they can't really di- distinguish, and that's why they run at them together and wait for them to break off. Like oh, now we got one. So, Remember when that giant stingray killed Steve Irwin, and we still don't know why, well, that was except different. for the fact that it was probably the spirit of a mad animal that just took his shit out on yeah. Steve Irwin. Right. See, that you're never going to catch me on safari because I'm never going to be there when that spirit of that mad animal sees that one fucked up ass human that happens to be in my group, and I'm scarred for life, if not possibly mauled, because you know what I'm saying. Just something freak happened. No, thank you. The animals are mad. I'm, I'm gonna stay. I'm not mad at you. I'm not areas. mad at what you're saying. Don't get it twisted. I'm not mad at you saying. I understand your blackness is speaking through right now. I'm not mad at you. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I totally no, get it. No, you're not. 
know what? That's I totally not get even it. True That's why I have no desire to swim with sharks. I don't care if I'm in a cage. I don't care. Both of my parents are, you know what I'm saying, reckless thrill seekers. You know, my dad skis and scuba dives. My mother skis. When my mother was in India the other, the, a couple years ago, she told me how she left her group and just went off on her own and then had this momentary thought like, oh, maybe I shouldn't stray so far. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I come from people, you know what I'm saying, who have a serious sense of adventure. But they really so like skin. I. That's what it is. Though. I also watch documentaries. So like when I started, you know what I'm saying, watching documentaries about the ocean and they were like, we know less about the ocean, you know what I'm saying, than we do about the moon. I was like, you know what? That's somebody's home. I'm not really okay with dipping a toe any further than like, you know what I'm saying, about knee to waist length. And the water got to be crystal clear because, again, that's somebody's home. Mm-mm. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm good. I would go. I would go scuba diving, but I would like do like not not far out scuba diving. Like I would do it like in you know, like a reef where the, the water is clear. Uh, I'm not trying to be out like you know like deep water doing that. But I feel you. I would not my... scuba dive because I'm a stereotype. Hmm? My first experience scuba diving was in a very muddy quarry, and I'm totally claustrophobic, and nobody prepared me for the experience. Oh, yeah, and I was probably like. Shit. I was also probably like seven. So like they put this vest and this mask and this weight belt because, you know, the kid and I floated mm-hmm. in this weight belt. And then they put the regulator in my mouth and pushed me underneath and I couldn't see shit. And it wasn't like pool clear. It was like muddy camera, you know what I'm saying? In a horror movie clear, you know what I'm saying? And then they were like, breathe through your mouth. And I was like, get me the fuck yeah. out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? With my uncompassionate father who was like, come on, just breathe through it. And I was like, you yeah, know, this is a panic attack. I got to get the fuck out of here. So it's just death that. waiting to happen. Nah. And then as we're walking up, you know what I'm saying? The pathway from the quarry, he's like, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? You'll stand at the edge of a black diamond slope and just look and be like, all right, then I'll see you at the bottom. And you couldn't do this. And I'm like, can I have a moment? <laughs> no, no, it reminds me, reminds me, because Kevin Hart, who was also from Philly, reminds me when he's talking about, he told his father he couldn't swim and his father just threw him in the water. Dude, we got the most <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> we are all savage, you know what I'm saying? We have all been mildly neglected and thoroughly abused as children to the point where until we get out into the wild world, we don't know, you know what I'm saying, what's normal, what's healthy, what's not, because everybody yeah. in the city is like that completely feral that that is not the first story that i've heard of somebody being thrown into some water and being like you know work that shit out yeah (laughs) swam bitch kevin harvard kevin Hart said his father um, kept looking at him like on the ride home he's like he didn't apologize he just looked at him and said i almost lost you there didn't i (laughs) (laughs) dude The parental equivalent of, but did you die? I came home (laughs) upset one day from like being bullied at school. And my dad was like, so you're weird and you're not for everybody. (laughs) And so, you know, it is what it is. And I mean, at the end of the day, it was wonderful advice because I had already been so abused. You know what I'm saying? I just processed it as the fact that it was <laughs> not what you tell a child who comes home like I'm not normal and I don't fit in. Oh, you expect to be coddled? Nah. We don't do that. You better go to some motherfucking zip code for that. Yeah, we don't do that in this house. You better go to Pittsburgh for that shit. Do you know how often I heard? Well, if they do that at such and such house, you should call them up and see if they'll take you in. Hmm. Not we don't do that here, but go see if they'll take you. Mm. As if to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can do without you. We're good. <laughs> if, if that's the demand, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. 
Mm-hmm. They got openings. No, Go they were doing. They, they were negotiating from a position of power. Oh man, they should save some money up and get you and get you into like a high ranking university. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Our last trash bag goes to Tucker Carlson. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's uh he's been a trash bag for a long time. He makes Sean Hannity look somewhat respectable. That's saying Just a lot. Somewhat, yeah. Here's my question. Why do we pretend like we had to dig up some radio show clips? Are we we could have just pulled out some Fox News clips from like, I don't know, last week. Yeah. Isn't that essentially what he said? Like, look, I got a TV show. Yeah. You I don't actually, like what I said. Come on my TV show. Tell me why you don't like it. He and don't let people again. talk though. He don't want people to actually talk on his show. He just wants to like bring them on like he like he's gonna have discourse and then Trot he tries to over talk them. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Chuck Tucker Carlson is a jackass. And he's been a jackass for a long time. But he's like so like shockingly white. His like his blood type is mayonnaise. It's just like I I just I have no like feels for that dude. It's, 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 and he thinks he's cool. And he thinks he's like aware. And he thinks he understands things. And he doesn't. Like his comment about women was like so. He's like yeah. What did he say? I I, I like women. I really do. I understand them. But they're they're ter- they're basic. They're 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 very simple. or Something like that. I'm like really. Most people don't say that who understand women. Most of the time they yeah. say the opposite. He also said he liked if his daughter went to a boarding school and became a lesbian. He said what? He would like it if his daughter went to a boarding school and became a lesbian. See, I don't Something know. Something about boarding schools, quote unquote, turning girls into lesbians, because that's how that whole thing works. Oh, it doesn't? So is that like from the Donald School? <laughs> Isn't that what it sounds like? Of incest pedophilia, or is that like you, like being black woman? I wish a nigga would, because it sounds like you're imagining your sister, your daughter, yeah, yeah. It sounds first of all, it sounds like you just dropped a whole lot of information there again, not so subconsciously. What you told us is your favorite tag is lesbian porn. You know what I'm saying? That's what you told us. What you told us is you like little girls in schoolgirl outfits. You know what I'm saying? You probably like them with pigtails. What you told us is, you know what I'm saying? You like the 18, you know what I'm saying, or the teen category. That's what you told us. That's what he told us about all of that. And then what you told us is that sometimes when you're really stressed out, your deepest, darkest fantasy is about fucking your daughter. That's what you just told us. No, I didn't pick up none of that shit. <laughs> and know why I didn't? Because women are not simple. The first thing I thought when I thought was like, "Are you having fantasies about your daughter?" I didn't. First of all, I didn't hear that line, but I because I certainly didn't think of it as like, "Oh, you're progressive and you're accepting of you know the homosexual lifestyle." That's not what at all what I would expect from yeah, especially all the comments from his bubble love sponge comments. Yeah, so like, oh, Ivanka. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, I have no words. I guess I guess this is a tiny trash bag. Not a big trash bag. One of those little giant trash bags or whatever. As you get the grocery It's like a, the little trash bag that you put in the bathroom. Yeah, gotcha. This one. Um Uncle Joe Biden is leaning towards heeding the call from whoever. To run for president. Because why the fuck not? 
Unless you're doing what you did first time around and you throwing your hat in the vice president ring. And that's how we do that these days through a presidential announcement. I'm going to need him to step all the way the fuck back because, dude, you are an honorary guest at the cookout. You are not actually a real invitee to the cookout. And the reality is, if you got to square off against Kamala, I'm sorry, dude, you lost. She brought real potato salad. Yeah, I just feel like people should realize, for example... I enjoy music. I enjoy dancing in my home. I would never say, you know what I should do? I should go to a club and dance with other young folks. Because that's not my lane. Excuse me. I've had my moment. I'm just talking about me and my knees. Because <laughs> me and my knees can't go to no clubs. Are oh, you just talking about him being too old for this shit? I'm talking about him being too old for this shit. I mean, well, I mean, you if, had if your Bernie's going to do it, you know, come on, man. We knew, we knew, but I said Biden was going to jump in it and like back in 20, yeah, that was, that was a foregone conclusion. I knew that was happening. I, I just think he had his moment. There was a moment where. He had a window. He didn't want to go against Hillary. I, th- I think if he's jumping in, that means Hillary definitely is not. I think well, that's she the only said way she's not, but who who the fuck knows with her? But she still thinks she's a kingmaker, though. She thinks she like she has a, a block of women that are gonna support her. But and it, I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I, I kind of wanted to have this conversation with Slim here because uh, Slim might have a different opinion because he was actually kind of feeling Bernie in the beginning. I don't know how where he stands now, but um, I was too. I wasn't. I wasn't disliking Bernie, but I I felt okay. So here's what I would say. I felt with regard to Bernie. I felt like he said a lot of interesting, highfalutin things, but like I don't understand how you're gonna get any of this accomplished. One, and then two, like all your answers really just came back to like it's it's money, and we just need to like level the playing field. But I was like, you're not really actually fixing anything, though. Like, so you talking about like what what about shit that's going on with the black community? And like, oh, well, we just you know we just free healthcare. Like, motherfucker, that's that's not really. I need I need Bernie to understand that he paved the way for ALC. I I was a, a fern of a fern a fan a fern. of Bernie's a long time ago, um, and I agree with that statement, Christy. That yes, he <laughs> did pave the way for her. And now that um, you have, now you need to sit the fuck down. Please step, yeah, yeah. Take a side, take take a seat at the side of the road that you have paved. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and enjoy the view, because I feel like not like I'm not interested in anyone who is in their sixth decade of life being the president. Well, he's actually in the seventies. Um, he's in the late seventies, early eighties. No, you're right. But I'm actually going a step further to say I'm not interested in anyone who is in their sixth decade of life. And the reason why I say that is because their reality looks totally different. They Mm -hmm. are actually still enjoying the remnants of a 1950s world. And they have no idea, no concept of what it means to be buried under student debt, to even have student debt that you had to repay. Because the reality is the generation that gave birth to 40-year-olds did not pay back their student loans, which is why we have been so heavily penalized with the repayment of student loans. Because most of them, many of them, I'm not going to say most of them, but many of them didn't even bother to make payments at all. And the government wasn't collecting. The government wasn't seizing their tax returns at that point in time. They were just letting people get off scot-free. So the reality is baby boomers have gotten 
way cheaper education that is available to any of the children that they gave birth to. They didn't have to repay whatever student loans that they had to take out. The Social Security that they have paid into will be available to them. The Medicare that they have paid into will be available to them. It's everybody underneath them who is suffering. And so I'm not interested in anyone in their sixth decade of life telling anything to anyone in this country about what national policy should be. Okay, because so the reality is they are also, you know, they come from a generation that holds 80% of the global wealth. And the reality is that wealth has come at the expense of their children and their grandchildren, and they are not giving it up anytime soon. So here's what I will say. I will say I agree mostly with what you're saying. Um, I, I'm, I'm open to uh, the possibility, depending upon what the person is saying, what their platform is. And to that, I will say, because this is actually where I was going with it. Um, I'm thinking with regard to Bernie, like I feel like he probably feels he was robbed by the DNC. And there's a, a valid argument for that, which is why he he's probably coming back. Yeah. Which is why he's probably wants to come back and see I mean, if he can he make it happen. Have, I mean, but you can't, hold on, hold on. you can't expect a, a, I'm sorry, you can't expect like a party to whom you are, or do not pledge allegiance to, to like feel some kind of way about yeah, you. you. And he had to do that. To they, they, actually changed it. they changed that. So now he has to actually like, okay, if you're going to be like uh run for on the democratic ticket, then you have to promise that you're not going to run against it if you don't win. So they, they kind of shored that up too. But what I was going to say is I'm more interested to see what people who are stepping into the field have to say that haven't necess necessarily been in the spotlight. So I want to hear what a Julian Castro is talking about. I want to hear what Andrew Yang is talking about. I want to hear what Marianne Williamson is talking about. Uh, Marianne Williamson is actually 66. I didn't know it when I looked at her because she looks younger than I, um, I thought she was. Um, but I think both she and Andrew Yang both have very interesting um, platform ideas. It's structured. It's thought out. Um, asking real questions. And it's, it's, I find it very interesting that a white woman is talking about a, a realistic and actually well thought out plan for reparations for black folks. Um, and has actually made it so other politicians are now having to answer the question about what do you think about reparations for black folks? And it's interesting that individuals like Kamala Harris can't really answer the question. We'll look into that. Or Bernie Sanders completely ducking the question and says, uh, yeah, we're going to, you know, look into health care. And like, that's, that, that's a separate issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, if we do, and his, well part of his, his response was, well, we do it for black folks when we got to do it for, we do it for the blacks because he likes to say that. We do it for the blacks, then we have to do it for, um, for the Native Americans. And I'm thinking to myself, why would that be a problem? I mean just the fact that he still says the black the blacks. Is a problem yeah. to me. I mean, like, no, dude, you're too fucking old. You know what I'm saying? And for all the media training that you've been through, you still can't not say that? No. So, um, I... I and, and on the reparations front, the reality is nobody wants to talk about reparations because where people always try and derail the argument is, oh, well, what about all those people who weren't American slaves? You know, oh, and she, she's answered everybody. She's answered And that. I just... I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, we should give everybody black reparations because we have also reaped the benefits of colonialism. So, you know, yeah. next. Yeah, no, no, no. She answered. She answered those. Like, so essentially the first time I heard her speak was on Urban View last week. I want to say last Wednesday or Thursday. And it was like an hour and a half long interview. And white people called in. It's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm first generation um, um, you know, here, like my parents are immigrants, blah, blah, blah. And she had sound, well thought out answers to the point. Like when 
the first time you hear like a white woman saying that she's going to do reparations, you might be thinking like, okay, she's pandering. Like, 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 you know what I mean? But like when she started like laying out why she thought it was the thing, that wasn't the only part of her platform. So like if that was, that would also be like kind of like red herring, like, are you pandering? But she had a lot she of like, be a vice president. I think what, what I would like to see is I would like to see her at least on the debate stage. So people have to actually, you know, talk about issues that we don't necessarily hear politicians talk about. Like I think Andrew Yang talking about universal basic income and why it could work is something that needs to be on the stage because even if he doesn't make it far enough down the road, if he makes enough noise and enough people hear him say it, that other politicians on the on the Democratic ticket will have to pick up that flag. They'll have to, they'll have to make it a part of their platform if enough people start asking for it. And you I, know what I was... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, because I was thinking about the reparations. I want to see the Bureau of Indian Affairs moved into the Department of Health and Human Services because why are they a part of the Department of the Interior as if they're a natural resource? Sorry, I was just no. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, again, I mean, so that's just what I'm thinking. I want to see what these newer uh, people coming onto the, the stage have to offer, what they have to say. Um, in terms of hearing people answer questions and be able to respond beyond a talking point, Julian Castro like ding Bernie. He didn't shit on him, but he dinged Bernie um, um, with regard to his answer to like uh, reparations. It's like yeah, so the his, basically the the tie up or the the closeout of that that the comment was like yeah, so the U.S. government has been has been known to reimburse individuals when their property is stolen. Why not reimburse people who were treated as property? You know what I mean? It's like, you know. I keep saying we stole ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Was I mean. Was it Lindsey Graham that said that reparations have already been paid because people died? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Lindsey Graham, we don't, I, I we don't, totally we don't, see that. we don't quote him. I totally see that. <laughs> we don't quote him. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just. That's 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 just um that's I just I just want to I just want people to understand that there are more choices out there other than what we have been seeing and I appreciate the fact that an AOC is on the on the stage now I appreciate that and Ilhar Oman uh Ilhan Omar excuse me is uh, making people uncomfortable because I think they're trying Ooh. to make what she's saying can we talk about that next week oh yeah we can talk about it but I think they're trying to make her seem more inflammatory than she is I think she's actually po- uh, posing very interesting questions. And um, this is also why I don't like and have never trusted Nancy Pelosi mm. or Chuck Schumer. Okay, so here's what I will say about the Pelosi thing, and we can leave this into next week. I do think with the Pelosi thing, I think it's probably wise not to try to lead into um, immediate like talks of of impeachment like why because at the end of the day the senate is not going to actually carry that shit out oh no i wasn't talking about that talking about that resolution oh oh yeah 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 oh on top of the fact that like represent representative stephen king has been talking reckless for like how many years and nobody's actually sensing his ass but yeah we we gotta we gotta put a pen in there okay that's cool that's cool so we got some talking boys for next week i appreciate it on a positive note i would like to end with a wonderful gem of a story I will post the clip so that you can, I will, I will send a clip to you so that you can post it. But there is a video of a little three-year-old girl who got in trouble at nursery school because she put a little boy in a headlock because he asked her to marry her. And she was just totally infuriated by the fact that he asked her to marry her because she is a child and children don't get married. Hmm. 
Well, all right then. <laughs> okay. Another model for how I plan to raise the children I've been in it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, I'm going to go get Bendy. So thank you all for joining us today. Signing off, Nick T. Rich. Me, K. Savage. Lee Ben is the third, a.k.a. Da Vinci Parks. And we will catch up with you all next week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay alive. Don't die. Whichever one, you know what I'm saying, is easier for you. Stay blessed. (laughs) Stay woke. (laughs) Peace. Peace.